This is where the gaslighting gets really good. My nickname around these parts is dead weight. I haven't been considering scissor. I'm prepared to travel in time. We were deep into an Adam Sandler rabbit hole in this podcast. How did that happen? A lifetime of Hallmark. Well, hello, everybody. It is your favorite day of the week. It is time for another episode of A Lifetime of Hallmark, where we talk about movies on both Lifetime and the Hallmark Channel and try to make sense of them. I am Les Kirkendall Barrett. Hello, Jason Bowers. Hello, Les Kirkendall Barrett. And hello, Kurt Fitzpatrick. Hello, Les Kirkendall Barrett, and hello, Jason Bowers. Um, well, we are talking about a sequel today. Yeah. Uh, Our favorite film the, series, I would argue. Now, where, where is this? Is this number two or number three? This is number, number two. two. It's the oh. third we've watched, but it's the, the second in the series. Okay. Right. Right. In, in the stocked by my doctor universe. Yeah. Okay. I don't think it disappointed. And, no, no, it did it was not amazing. disappoint. I enjoyed, and we'll get into this when we get into the movie, but they, they they used flashbacks a lot, I think, to establish that, hey, there was another movie in this series that you may have missed, but also they used it in a very fun, at times even comedic way to punctuate moments in the movie, and I was there for it. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. Oh, no. It, it did not disappoint. It got intense. Yeah. Yeah, it did. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, it was, I did, yeah, I did like the way that they used the flashbacks, mm -hmm. but I do like too, that this could be a standalone movie. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. It mostly was. Um, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, I want to, I definitely want to, want to get into this cause I have, I have some thoughts. <laughs> definitely. Mm. But before we do this. Uh, Kurt, do you have any black China news? Doing a piece of China. 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 I'm talking China. Black China Report. Here's Kurt Fitzpatrick. Well, this is Black China adjacent because it's a little light on the Black China news. But here it is. This is from People Magazine, uh, for July 29, 2021. Rob Kardashian shares stylish photo of daughter Dream dressed as favorite superhero Wonder Woman. Uh, Rob Kardashian is a proud dad. On Monday, the 34-year-old shared a few sweet snaps of his daughter, Dream Renee, wearing some bold and heroic looks on Instagram. In the first photo, the toddler four flaunts her style in a blue camo print outfit while posing in front of a car. In the second photo, <laughs> uh, Dream, who, who Rob shares with ex-Black China, poses for the camera in a room full of toys while wearing Wonder Woman headgear, belt and boots over a pair of denim overalls captioning the photo with a string of love and strong arm emojis rob simply wrote wonder woman sister chloe kardashian commented on the cute photo and wrote queen dream now it kind of goes on from that this is more of like an audition i just gave for a, a, a kid's audiobook <laughs> this is <laughs> the, like, the i don't know what to tell you i i i I could apologize, but it's not my fault that, that, that we're late on the Black China news. Yeah, I, I feel like the, the people that write about Black China and the Kardashians are really stretching here when it's not even, it, it's literally a story, a news story taking up space somewhere 
about <laughs> a four-year-old dressed up in a costume. And a yeah. Wonder Woman costume, yeah. which is like, you know, Every common. kid does that, yeah. You it's know, cute, I, but is it news? Right. No, right. I, you know. <laughs> well, it is. Unless, it's, kind of, it's a People unless, magazine article. Yes. Unless it's Rob Kardashian's publicist and he and um, Black China are kind of doing the battle of the publicists to get the spin. No, hmm. I don't think that's it. But anyway, I can't believe it's like, well, you know what? Uh, like, Black China is probably out enjoying the summer. Yeah. Well, she better get back here. We we can't wait until September for a Black China report. Look, you know, the, we need some uh, we need some meaty stuff. While we right. want Black China to be doing stuff, uh, Black China is not at her beck and call. Well, I still think that you know, now that Black <laughs> China is on Clubhouse, I still think that like you know. I, I'm going to be able to wrangle my way in. You've been saying well, that for a, a month and a half now, Les. When's it going to happen? Well, yeah. I've been meeting Royal Housewives. Well, then you should use those connections because they're in the reality well, world. People. They could probably make it happen. But I think that's a different cinematic universe. Oh, it is. But I, I feel like Dramatic. a lot of reality show stars <laughs> run in, in – they're overlapping circles. Okay, so – so, but then Black China's shows on We, which is kind of, you know, in, in the echelon of. I'm telling you, shows. if you're a publicist doing some sort of event and you want to get some lower tier celebrities, like not your A listers, like a George Clooney there, but if you want some, some like someone with some name recognition, you're reaching mm -hmm. out to every star of every reality show, and they absolutely are meeting at these events. Okay. So it's not promo for their own show. They're just going out there to promote themselves because they were invited to something. And I guarantee you there is overlap. Okay. See, if I knew right. Wendy Williams, this would be like a, a slam dunk. If we knew Wendy Williams, we'd have a regular segment on her show, which would be a great idea, by the way, producers right. of Wendy Williams. Oh, right. Let's pitch that. See, we have all these ideas, but and I'm guilty. Oh, I just realized I I kind of have a couple of Wendy Williams connections. I should I should work on those. Yes, please. Okay, let me work on that. Ah, oh, for me, I'm a, I'm a friend of a friend of Corey Feldman. I've met Corey. Could you imagine if we were sitting on the purple chair? I don't know what that is. Oh, Wendy, Wendy Williams. Chair. Yeah, she's a purple chair. Oh yeah, of course. I'm up on it. Um, how, how do how are you a friend of a friend of Corey Feldman, Corey? Well, my my uh, good friends who came visited me today who live in L.A. I, I believe that one of my friends who came he was in a band and his band used to rehearse like in, in a room next to where uh, Corey Feldman used to rehearse and I think I, they met that way. I've seen was, Corey Feldman's band and not the one that was on the Today Show a couple of years ago, but like he had a band probably 23, 24 years ago. And I went to see his band play with a, when and, I was invited by people associated with the band and they were better than screech from saved by the bells band, really? which I've also seen. Oh. Well, that bar was low. Yeah. Well, well, when I was in Ottawa a couple of years ago, Kiefer Sutherland was performing mm -hmm. like across the street from where the fringe was. But I didn't, I should have, I should have got to see it. Cause I kind of have a little more of a story to this, but it wasn't right. sold out. 
Yeah. He was doing uh, his thing. Poor Kiefer. Anyway, let's let's do this. Let's do this. Stocked by my doctor, the, the return. return. I I knew from the trailer that Kurt was going to love this. And and I'll I'll point that out when we get to that point in the movie. But there was there was something oh. that we saw. It was an amazing moment in the movie. My favorite moment in the movie, actually. Uh, and I'm sure it was probably Kurt's, too. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. You know, the title of this movie reminds me of Cocoon, The Return. It's part of the return movies. Right. Oh, and he, he returned. <laughs> the Return. Okay, so we are in Acapulco. Yes. I'm trying to say it, too. Acapulco. Acapulco. Acapulco? Yeah. Mexico. In Mexico. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're at a bar. It looks like kind of a singles bar. It looks kind of fun. And then we see Eric. But in this movie, his name is Victor. Well, he's He's saying it's Victor. In this movie, his his name is actually Albert. But, uh, you know, from the first movie, he uh, sort of had to lead the country. So he's, uh, he's using an alias right now. Right. Should we catch the audience up on what happened in the first movie? Just or broadly. We're fine. Yeah, broadly, if you haven't seen any of these Stalk by My Doctor movies, Eric Roberts is a is a cardiac surgeon who goes cuckoo and basically starts trying to kill everyone so he can get to these uh, nubile teenage girls. Yes. <laughs> and I always, I love in these movies, at one point, they always stress that the girl is 18. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. All, yeah, they don't want to get... They're, they're already pretty creepy as they, it is. Yeah, they want us to know that it's creepy, but it's not as illegal as it could be. <laughs> right. Always, and, and the way that she says it, I'm 18, just so you know. <laughs> they should... If they want to get younger, they can say, I, I, I'm 16, but the state law says that's yeah, yeah. legal. <laughs> right. So he meets this woman and she's Lois from General Hospital. Oh my god. Okay. Wow. And, and and I'm like, "Oh my god, Lois is in this movie." Well, Not he starts he, you know, starts doing his moves. And you know, I'm a I'm a pediatrician. Well, I, I like a big house. I like how she she you know they're they're flirting a little bit and she, and she jokingly asks him if he's hiding from the FBI and he admits that he is because like he can yeah. play into the joke of like yeah I am hiding from the FBI when in fact he actually is hiding from the FBI. <laughs> right. I enjoyed right. that. You imagine showing someone a picture of your house. Here's this picture of my house and uh, here's my boat. Well, uh, look at the reaction he got. <laughs> it, didn't work. it didn't work. No, he's got a line like well, I forgot what her name was Lily or something like that. Rachel. Lily. Rachel. He's like I don't know what I'm gonna name the boat. Maybe Rachel. And that just like triggered her and set her off. I and liked she, her because yeah. she just gave him a dressing down without hesitation and basically right? said, "Hey, <laughs> I run a business and made a million dollars last year. I've got my own house, I've got my own stuff. I don't need you hitting on me with your stupid lines." It was great. I like when she says she made she made a million dollars. She goes, "After taxes." Makes it very clear. Yeah. <laughs> I felt bad for him at that point cuz I'm like, "Oh, damn." I thought she was mean. 
I did not. No? Because it was... It, Maybe maybe harsher than she needed to be, but it was obvious that he was using his wealth and like, look what a powerful man I am. I'm a pediatrician and I have this house and a boat. Like he he's using that to pick her up, and she's like, "Hey, that doesn't impress me. Like, do better." Yeah, well, I hope he, and, he didn't learn his lesson. <laughs> I was surprised he didn't kill her. Me too. Well, they're out they're out in the open. She's not going anywhere with him. Because I was like, unless oh. you're like. He could have waited in a car, but I mean, she's on vacation. She's probably not even there with a car. So he probably thought all this through. Because, yeah, we've seen him do, we've seen him kill people for less. Yeah. And it's possible that he killed her and they just didn't show it in the movie. Yeah, we don't see her again. Like, it wouldn't have changed the plot one way or another if he had killed her. Right. Right. So, So then the next day, he's on the beach with long pants. Yeah. He's always very covered up at the beach. He dresses up. Yes. And all of a sudden, we see oh. someone yelling. Oh, go ahead. No, he's afraid of skin cancer. He's a doctor. First, why would he go to a vacation spot where there's a beach? But, but not, he wasn't wearing like a hat. No, that's true. He's in a beach scene later where he's wearing a blazer. Like he's literally know, got a sport yeah. coat on. And I, it always makes me think of uh, the Wilson Phillips video for Hold On. Because... Uh, because uh, you know Wendy and Carney were were much thinner than than uh, Carney. I, I mean Wendy and uh, China were much thinner than Carney, and I think they felt at the time they needed to cover up Carney. So they have her in this like like a a sport coat sitting on the beach, and they're in these like nice sundresses, and it was just mean, <laughs> right? Well, they're meaner on. They used to do an SNL. Chris Farley would be Carney Wilson. They'd be like these yeah. two skinny girls. It was mean. So, um, so there's a girl getting drug out of the water. Mm-hmm. She is. She's. She, she drowned. It looked like she'd almost drowned. She's his type. Right. They lay her on the beach. This guy starts lifting her legs, and he's like, "No, no, 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 no." Now, what was he going to try to do? Push it out, like. With her legs? Yeah, I, th- I, I think he was going to push out some of the water. Like, he looked like he was probably a lifeguard because it wasn't her boyfriend because he right. wasn't there for all this. No. Uh, or maybe just some rando on the beach. I don't know. But, yeah, Eric Roberts like, no, no, no. And so then Eric Roberts kicks the kid out of the way and starts C- doing CPR. But it's, like, very aggressive, and he's doing it way yeah. too fast. And like, making he's a noise. Like, he's going, oh, 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 yeah. Which, like, I, you, that's not how you do CPR. Right. No, not like a maniac. No, you're, I am CPR certified, and I can tell you that is not how you do CPR. The rhythm was way too fast. Because you're supposed to do it to the tune of the song Staying Alive by the Bee Gees. I kid you Are not. You really? It's the, it's the right tempo. Okay. I was certified. That, that, that's Damn, good to know. I, I was certified years ago. Uh, I think it's... I think this is like a really good move for the, for Eric Roberts here because now he's her doctor, you know, drags her out of the water. Now he's automatically her doctor in another country though. Right. Cause yeah. what happens is then, then it, it works. She comes to, and when she opens her eyes and comes to, he instantly fell in love. Now here's a question: If a if a doctor is giving CPR, you get dragged out of the water. If that doctor is not in your network of your health insurance, mm-hmm. do you get charged the full price for that? 
I think it depends on if that doctor is posing as a doctor that is in your network. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I was just curious, just in case this happens to me. But also, right. they're in another country, so do, do networks even matter there, or do you just pay the whatever they have to pay in Mexico? Mm. She could have had some kind of health insurance, like vacation health insurance. Uh, see how, see how uh, complicated this gets? This, yeah. this is why this is a problem. This gets very complicated. So, so, we'll stay out of this rabbit hole. So, so then we see her and her mom uh, checking out of the hospital. It, mm-hmm. she was, she's fine. And he sees them. But he's kind of he's kind of waiting for them, but it doesn't seem too creepy at first because it's like kind of like, well, you know, I I saved her, I'm concerned and want to make sure she's okay. So that was actually believable. Mm-hmm. But then he starts hitting on her immediately. With the same script. Yeah. The house, ten thousand square feet. It works my though. Boat. But she's a teenager, so it works. Sometimes it works. Because she's going to, yeah, yeah. Her mom looked a little skeptical. Yeah, but, but the only time in the movie that she was, by the way, right. So, so then the next scene, he's having online therapy, and yeah. he's telling the therapist that he's in love. I'm going to date her. Um, yeah. He and he says, admits to how young the woman he saved is. Yeah. And says he's going to date the mom to get close to the daughter. <laughs> this therapy is really working. And, and the do- I just love the doctor calls the whole game in the movie. of like, I don't think that's a good idea. Right. <laughs> and I do love that you can say that and the, and the therapist isn't allowed to say anything. <laughs> So, so then she's like, the therapist is like, listen, I'm sending you more antidepressants. How's that going to solve this issue? Well, we don't know because he yelled at her and like turned the computer off. He turned the computer yeah, off and, and did something le- I'm sure less loved. He had an Eric Roberts is going crazy montage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A silent freak out montage. Yeah. Yes. I wonder, I'm surprised he even talks to this therapist. It's well, well, as we'll find out later, does he? Right. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. So, so, oh, so he finds out because the girl was wearing a, a sweatshirt from her high school. Mm-hmm. And he, when he was talking to them earlier, her and her mother, they fi- you know, he finds out they're on vacation from San Diego. So he, he buys a plane ticket and he goes to San Diego mm-hmm. like you do. And there's a there's a whole fantasy scene where he's like sweating like a hog, and uh, he's a sweat hog, mm-hmm. and uh, he makes up a bunch of stuff like I'm a well he says he's a cardiologist which he is right yeah and then there's a right. code blue it's very dramatic like the way the well, framing because is because they're the basically the trying to like, set it up yeah. of like hey he left the U S to escape the law so coming back into the U S when you know that you're still on the run is probably not a good idea. Oh, and then he's going through customs, and I loved. So he's going through customs, and then like he goes up to the front to give the guy his passport. The guy starts yelling at him. He's sweating. The sweat's dripping on the counter. The guy is like, "Yeah, who do you think you are? Trying to use a fake passport?" But then it turns out to be like a, his dream, a dream yeah. in his head. 
Mm-hmm. Fantasy. And the real customs guy was like, you know, he's like, I'm a cardiologist. And the customs guy, like, starts smiling because he's like, oh, my God, I had angioplasty a couple of weeks ago and it, like, saved my life. What a fond memory that had an angioplasty. <laughs> so, you know, so smiled. thank you for what you do and just, like, smiled and stamped it and sent him on his way. So then, um, uh, oh, so then he starts, oh, and at this point, too, he started having flashbacks from the first movie. Yeah. But now he shows up at the school. Yeah. Yeah, and he's sitting in his car. Her, so her boyfriend, so he sees her, he sees Amy, and her boyfriend, who's Adam from Young and the Restless, and... <laughs> The boyfriend, like, looks and notices um, Victor looking at them. And so he goes up and he's like, you've been stalking us the past few days and starts to beat him up. Mm -hmm. It escalated very quickly. Yeah. Because it did seem like he just sort of kind (laughs) of saw this stranger out of the corner of his eye. And then all of a sudden it's like pulls him out of the car. Yeah. but then when you think about it, he wasn't wrong. He was there for a couple. He was sitting there for a couple days, which is. Yeah. Uh, and the kid, yeah. The kid wasn't wrong because look at how it all turned out. And then Eric Roberts pulls out a life vest with the yeah. says Amy on it. What are you going to so, use it for now? It was so stupid. Like, where, where do you get a, a personalized life vest? Right. Oh, boy. Like, who makes those? Do you want me to find out? Yes. <laughs> you do. All right. So, you guys keep so, going. I'll look. I'll do some research. So the boyfriend. So the boyfriend Garth. Garth apologizes, and they all go to lunch. Uh, Garth, Amy, and Victor, and we find out that her mom is actually really. De- her mom's a mess. Mm-hmm. Her mom is depressed. Her mom is claustrophobic. Her mom mm-hmm. hates heights. Her mom is borderline agoraphobic. Fear of flying, a, fear of bridges. A, oh. I'm sorry, I found a website. Customize your life jackets. This okay. is it. CRS4REC.com, and you could you could uh, get life jackets and put a logo on it. So how it's much light. does it cost? Do you have to buy in bulk, though, or can you just buy I, one that's that's what, Amy That's on what it. I'm thinking. You might have to have to do that. Yeah, well, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You have to buy a minimum of... of 48 vests. So we, he may have done that. If we sold, yeah, if, if we sold merch, <laughs> you think he has a whole box of 47 other? 47 life jackets. He's going to have to stock 47 other girls named Amy so he can use all those. Yeah, right. Like, he can find them. Amy Irving, Amy Adams. <laughs> Amy from Congo, the monkey. Amy, pretty. Remember that? I've never seen it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so, so then the mom is like, he's probably married. And Amy asks, have you ever been married? And then he's like, I came close. And then the flashback was of the other girl in the other movie. Yes. Oh, yeah. And, and, they, and they go out, they go to a diner. They go out, I, I, I saw what they had on the table. They went out for yogurt and bottled beverages. I don't, think they, one. I don't think they were at a diner. I think they were at a coffee house. Oh, okay. There's a there was a there's a bottled beverage that kept showing up yeah. over and over. It's, it's called 
Fallow Farms. Is that real? I don't think it is. I At first, I was like, are they getting product placement because they kept showing that label? I think early in the movie, they were trying to plant the seed that, hey, this is iced tea that this girl drinks so they could use that detail later in the movie. Okay, I don't think it's real. There's something here called Fallow Farms Nigeria Company. I'm, I'm a little worried about clicking on it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's real. Um, so, so then he's like, Hey, give your mom this card. Mm. And, and then Amy goes home and says, Hey mom, I think you need to go out with this guy. Um, you haven't had a date since dad died. So she has a dead, a dead dad. I see dead people. So I was like, okay, good. Dead parent. This movie's going to be good. And, and so then he asks her mom on a date. Mm. And, and we find out her mom is paralegal. She hates it. That's that's a really nice house for a paralegal. Well, the dad probably made good money. True. Plus, but they yeah. may have gotten uh, life insurance payout. Yeah, for sure. True. So, yeah, so she hates her job. She asked him, what do you want for me? And he's like, Amy told me you have medical issues. How romantic. And then he's like, he's like, I like you. He does have, he does have good game. Oh, he's got great game. Uh, wait, what was that? You think he has good game, Jason? Yeah, I do. For the most part. I guess it's working here. Like it depends. It didn't work on that first one. Like it, he just doesn't know how, who to use it with. But when he knows who to use it with, he knows how to turn on the charm. Yeah, because she started, she was at first like, I hate you, and then got like yeah. swayed, like turned around. I guess it depends on what the woman, what position the woman's in. Because this woman, uh, she hasn't had a man show her any attention for a long time. Remember the, the first woman? I, I first think woman it, probably had. I think it may have been the first of these movies that we watch, which is the most recent one in the series, where he meets that woman at a bar, and they go home, and they're like going at it hot and heavy, and we find out that she's a detective. Yeah. Right. But, um, but she wasn't spying on him or anything. She just was into it. Yeah. So then at one point... It's a numbers game. At one point, he has a fantasy where he slits her neck. We also find that her husband fell off a ladder. Yeah. yeah. The, the yeah. fantasy sequence of him slitting her neck was amazing because it's like they're sitting in the restaurant and he's like playing with the bread knife as they're talking and he just gets up and slits her neck and the blood flies everywhere and he just very casually looks up and says, I'll take the check. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, that's right. Check, please, yeah. So, so, read, then, yeah. so then they start talking about her trauma and then, like, they're um, back at her house, and he makes her um, step on a book, right? Mm-hmm. And then does, like, a trust exercise with her. He also and made it, some sort of elixir. Yeah. And again, we see that brand of tea in their fridge. Ballow Farms. Yeah, that we but see then, it again. But, um. So yeah, so then he has her step on a stepladder. Then he has mm-hmm. her step on a chair. And he's like curing her fear of height. And so she's starting to get happy. So she's like, 
she's like, well, what are you doing this weekend? And he's like, hanging with you. Is a person who's afraid of heights, are they really, does it scare them to be on a stepladder? I'm sure. I don't really? think so. I would think of heights would be. I, I would imagine the level of fear is different for different people. But like my mom's afraid of heights, but she, she'll stand on a stepladder. But this lady was a mess, though. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, do, I do think that even if she's afraid to stand on a stepladder, would she be afraid to stand on a book? Because that was the right. first exercise. And it wasn't like a big book. It was like a normal size book. book. Yeah. yeah. And, all, and, and so, um, oh, because, the girl, because Amy said earlier in the movie that when they drive over bridges, the mom has to lay down with, with that blanket over her head. I have heard that of that fear. Mm-hmm. That that seems yeah. like a normal fear to have to me. Yeah. Not. I mean, what what's normal? It's all. Is, well, what was that? Yeah. What is that? I've, we've heard that a couple of times. Oh, I got a text. I need uh, to. Your, your text train. sounds like a train. Why is your chewing? <laughs> Are you at the train station list? Right. All aboard. Um. What was I going to say? Oh. Um. <laughs> Um, uh, He's got an old doctor's bag, too. Did you, did you get a load of that? Yeah. It's like an old ratty thing. Oh, so then they're at the beach again. Was this where he's wearing the blazer? Yeah. 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 And, and it's funny because, like, the kids are, you know, like, the daughter's in a bikini, the boyfriend's in a swimsuit, and, like, Eric Roberts isn't just, like, fully clothed, but, like, fully clothed in a blazer. Yeah. Yeah. Hotter than hell. I'm sure it was so hot. I, I bet you it was the opposite. I bet the day they filmed, it was cold on the beach. Yeah. And he's like, nope, not taking the jacket off. I'm the star of the movie. I don't care. And they're like, all right, well, everyone else is. Right. It's usually, it's usually pretty cool at the beach. You know, you got a nice breeze going. Yeah. And if they shot in the oh. morning, it was probably really cool out. So, yeah. so then he goes to the teenage boy to Garth. He's like, are you leasing or are you renting to buy? Which I was like, oh my god, that's rude to ask a, a, like, a teenager that. I'd be so creeped out if I was like, if I was that age and some guy like that, you know, that age just talking to me like that. He'd be like, uh, no, please go away. And, and then so, like, I, I, I have a friend that um, we always <laughs> make jokes. She's not a lesbian, but we make lesbian jokes about her and always joke about her going kayaking. It's not something she really does. So it's like just a running joke in our friend circle. And one time, somebody who's sort of like on the periphery of the friend circle saw her at a party and doesn't know that it's a joke. So started asking her about kayaking and said that he, uh, you know, is thinking about buying one. He's like, what should I do? And so she just played along and started answering him really seriously about like renting versus owning, <laughs> like renting a kayak versus owning. And just started using all these analogies of like renting an apartment, but applying them to boats. And she kept it going for like a good 20 minutes. And okay. the rest of us are seeing this unfold. And it was one of the funniest sights I've ever witnessed. Did he buy one? I don't know if he did or not. <laughs> and this person's a little socially awkward too. So, ah. so it, it's, it's, it's sometimes tough to have a conversation with him. So it, it was it's a fun sight. Yes. You guys are mean. <laughs> no, it's a little mean, fun. but it was very funny nonetheless. Yeah. Oh, so maybe so, it's not mean because you're including everybody in. 
some some respect. I mean, a little mean to him because he's not in the joke. Right. But not like terribly Most cruel or hurtful, just in good fun. Good, yeah. clean fun. Oh, so, so Amy is encouraging the mom to go out with him, with uh, Victor. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, Victor then says to, oh, and then didn't he, didn't Amy also tell the mom to go to the doctor, but the mom's like, the doctors always say that nothing is wrong with me. Mm, well, she's got her hands full with this mom. She says that taking care, taking care of her is a full, is a full-time job. I'm thinking, boy, it's early on to be dealing with that. Um, so, so Victor, they're playing soccer and Victor is telling Garth, hey, you know, you need to be dating around a bit. And then Garth is actually not dumb. Garth is like, look, I caught you checking her out. Mm-hmm. And then I love the fact when he's like, Eric is like, oh, no, she's young enough to be my daughter. And then, Gar- and then Garth is like, your granddaughter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't deny it. <laughs> And so then um, <laughs> we see him, and he's, like, speeding down the street. We see uh, uh, Victor, he's just speeding down the street. Yeah, that was weird. He was having flashbacks of, like, what happened, like, an hour ago. Yeah. On the beach. So then he goes home, and he makes a smoothie filled with pills. Hmm. That sounds delicious. And, and then he sneaks into the house. Is that, is, is that something to have a Jumba Juice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this was great. He's, he sneaks in at night. Yeah. And he's <laughs> drinking all their drinks. <laughs> I don't think it was pills. I think it was laxatives. Laxatives? I think it was laxatives. Yeah. Just to make, you know, because if you take too much laxative and you drink it or eat it really fast, it'll bloat you because it's a diuretic. So it just it makes you feel really bloated. It sucks up all the water, so you feel like crap. Because... Can I describe this part? Because this is one of my my favorite scenes. Yes. Uh, So the mom... (laughs) So Eric's hiding downstairs. It's dark. The mom gets up. Eric hides. So I think he hides... There's like a... I don't know. There's in the next room, but it's kind of open. I don't know how to describe it. So he's kind of hiding behind a wall. (laughs) So then um, he left his bag there. And then the daughter comes down. He's got to hide again. Now he hides about like like two feet back. <laughs> and then something happens. The daughter comes and he hides like another two feet back. He keeps hiding back in increments, mm-hmm. just inching, inching his way back. I don't know. I think that's smart funny, though, because if he, if he should need to lunge at them in a in a heartbeat, it doesn't want to be too far away. Right. No, but I just appreciate that he's kind of incrementally hiding. Right. <laughs> And so then the daughter wakes up and goes downstairs because she's thirsty and she drinks some of her tea, her iced tea. Which is why they kept showing the iced tea earlier in the movie is to make it a point that like, oh, she drinks this. He's making note of the fact that she drinks this. So this is what he can do. He could put laxative in it. So then she goes to the living room to find her sweatshirt. And he is hiding in the living room. Yes. As far back as he can Incrementally. get. Incrementally. Incrementally. Yeah. yeah. The next step, he would be in the fireplace, I guess. And, and so then the daughter wakes up the next day and she's really sick. 
And so then wasn't the was it the mom that was like call Victor? Yeah. And so so they call him and he's like, oh, OK, I'll be over in a minute. And he's eating Amy pa- pancake. Yeah. Eating Is this pancake my favorite scene? Yes, yes. He literally, he's like, oh, I'll, I'll jump in the car right now. And instead of doing that, he, it pulls back and he's just like got a whole breakfast laid out and he yeah. just starts slowly eating. And then they sh- show a close up and he's got pancakes with the name Amy spelled out in pancakes <laughs> and he starts pouring syrup on it. They should have shown him cooking that. You know, he has a, gr- a griddle and he's, he's like pouring, <laughs> pouring yeah. Amy. Where did Les go? Les is still there. I'm back. Uh, Yeah. yeah. He was very liberal with the syrup, too, I noticed. You need to be with pancakes. Don't chintz on the syrup. He needed needed energy. He had people to kill. He was liberal. Mm -hmm. I, I guess I am, too. At the very, the only time you can you can uh, squeak by with less syrup is if you've doused on the butter. The pancake needs to be soggy in some way. He, he, he was the, he, he was the Bernie Sanders of a syrup syrup porn. He needed very liberal. He needed a carbo load. Yeah, I like it too, though. I like some. I like a nice, like a sugar. Mm-hmm. I got a strawberry syrup because it was cheaper, oh, and I um, wanted to try it. Okay, but so no, I, I do appreciate the pancake, Amy Pancakes. <laughs> it's a good thing her name wasn't like Veronica. That would have been a real pain oh, in the man. ass. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> I would love to, It would actually be kind of amazing if there were a scene later in the movie where we found out that her the spelling of Amy was different than AMY and he just has a meltdown because he did it wrong. <sighs> I ran out of f- flat. Uh, <laughs> I forget the name of the brand, but Bisquick. Yeah. Oh, so then Bisquick. Yeah. Ran out of Bisquick. But there's something called Jack. There's something where you just add water and you make a pancake. Flatjack or something like that. Oh, so then for, he he takes he takes her blood to do a blood test. And yeah, and that's kind of. Yeah, that's a tricky thing to do. You got to find the vein and all that kind of stuff. He seems to get it pretty quickly. And then this is the part you can tell she's starting to get creeped out a little bit. Don't blame her. So, so then um, he meets Amy at the hospital, and he tells Amy, "I did an STD panel on you as part of your um, because as part of your test." Because Why? he was like, you know, after she got sick, he's like, well, we need to run tests. And he's like, well, so they ran an STD panel and they found that you have genital herpes. So why, why was he testing for STDs for her? I, I don't understand. Well, he wasn't. He just told her that. Yeah, I'm just trying to. I mean, if, if you're if you're young and naive like Amy, you don't realize that when they do a blood test that they don't order a zillion tests that are unrelated to what you're there for. They they order each test individually because each one costs money. Right. Yeah, they do. I like when she says uh, before that, Amy, uh, Eric Roberts slips and says like she got out of bed at three o'clock. Mm-hmm. And, he, and Amy's like, how do you know I was out of bed at three o'clock? And then proceeds to make up her own far-fetched bullshit excuse yeah because that must be the general time that people get up at three i'm fascinated by this i mean i don't think you're right for medical school amy no right (laughs) oh so she's like well i can't have general herpes i've only slept with one person 
Garth. Garth. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, well, and Garth said he was a virgin when we slept together, too. I like that Eric just gives her a look to let her come to the realization that Garth is cheated, even though that's not what happened. But he he lets her do his work for him. You know what I mean? Like he, yeah. he, he gets her to convince herself that Garth is a bad person. He didn't even need to do anything beyond just lying about the herpes. Hmm. Well, truly, we're reopening the, the old theory that people can get STDs from toilet seats. Right. So, so then Garth is talking to the cheer, to cheerleaders, and Amy just goes and starts yelling at him. And she's like, I have herpes. You lied to me. And he's like, um, I didn't do anything. I don't know what you're talking about. So what you're talking about, Willis? Mm-hmm. So meanwhile, we see uh, Victor and the mom, and the mom, he has her, like, climbing on chairs. <laughs> That's dangerous. It's- just, you know, how strong are those chairs? It actually was a little chairs. bit. Beyond the, like, okay, we need to get over our fear of heights thing, it did seem like, well, that's not a very big base to be standing on. Like, even as someone that isn't afraid of heights, such as myself, wouldn't do that necessarily. You know, he takes her to a bridge. Yeah. Right. Uh-oh. He takes her to a bridge, and I was like, oh, he's going to make her jump. Uh, but he didn't. He just made her drive over the bridge. And then, and, and then they ever climbed the ladder that killed her fucking husband. Right. So, so then, well, like that was just fucked up, another, Eric Roberts. They were going to buy another ladder, I guess. That is weird. You, you, you wonder, like, do you really want to keep that ladder? But yeah. there must have been a whole discussion. Should we keep the ladder that killed Dad? Well, we need a ladder. We get rid of that ladder. We have to bring in another ladder. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's true. Right. We should be saving money. I bet there is a discussion, though. Okay. So then Garth, Garth calls Amy and says, uh, the test is wrong. Mm-hmm. And so, um, he, so then Victor, to, oh, because Amy wants to be a doctor. And so Victor was like, I'll help her. So then Victor was like, um, I will give you a physiology lesson. And he starts talking to her about sex. He's got a giant PowerPoint slide behind him in their living room. Like he's giving a lecture at a college. Right. I noticed, yeah. And then she gets creeped out. (laughs) Yeah, because he starts talking about, what is it, oxytocin? Yeah, oxytocin levels. He's going on about the different chemicals released during sex. Yeah, do you have these chemicals released? Have you had these chemicals released during sex? Oh, well. Maybe I guess Garth doesn't give it to you that hard. So maybe someday. And then, so then this next part, so she gets creeped out, but then this next part is when the mom, I start to hate her because she's dickmatized at this point. Because Amy runs to her mom and is like, mom, this guy's a pervert. He's hitting on me. And the mom's like, starts gaslighting her. Mm -hmm. No, she's like, well, Oh, I had that lesson, too, when I was in school. It does get a little uncomfortable. Hey, yeah, but you, this is happening in your living room. Right. And Amy's like, no, that's, like, not cool. He's crossing the line. And the he mom was. is like, well, um, it's your fault. And I wrote, the mom sucks. Mm-hmm. And, oh, She's and then the blue. mom's like, well, what do you want me to do? Break up with him? It's like, oh, my God. Ugh. 
that mother that, is that, a bit of a pain in the ass. Yeah. Like the daughter, that's what she's saying. I got to take care of this person. Oh. Right. The, the daughter's like, I'm wasting my youth taking care of your dumb ass, and then you're going to, like, turn on me. Um, oh, and then Amy tells the mom, well, if he moves in, I'm leaving. I, I'm done. So, so then the mom then goes and yells at Victor and she's like, well, hey, you know, that that was out of line talking to my daughter that way. But then she's like digmatized because he says something and he always oh, says, oh, she's just jealous. And the mom is like, oh, OK. So so then, the, OK, people. If you hide your key under your flower pot, don't let anybody know. Be- well, the mom. Yeah, okay, go ahead. No, because the mom came home with him and, like, took the key from under the pot, so now he knows where the key to the house is. Well, it's also such an obvious spot. Right. Like, at least try to hide it. Yeah. On Homeland, though, these people, they know where to look. They walk around, they're, like, they're, they're, they're putting their hands on They They can find the key. Right. It must be like a, they, they, must, they must train CIA agents. The key is under the mat. But at least at Homeland, they, they make uh, an effort to hide it. They do. Yeah, they don't, they don't show people where it is. Right. So. Now there's so, cyberbullying. Right, Amy's, and they're calling her, you know, because of her herpes. They're, they're her non-herpes. Her non they're, like, bullying her. And then Victor, um, she's telling Victor about it. She's crying. Victor's like, oh, it's going to be okay. And then they start kissing. Yeah, I, I knew that this is a dream sequence because she never questioned how or why he was in the house. Right. Yeah, there's some... There's some uh, loose lip smooching going on here. There's some heavy tongue action. And then they're like making out. And then the mom catches them. And then the (laughs) mom like falls off of the balcony. Yeah, she like passes out and rolls over the balcony. Mm -hmm. And and so then, uh, so yeah, so it's another one of his fantasies. So then the mom is like, well, Victor asked me to marry him and Amy's like, you're a fucking idiot. And so, um, and I wrote here, Amy's like the parent and the mom is like the kid. Yeah. So then Amy. I wrote mom is dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I just get straight to the point. So so then Amy calls Uncle Roger. Okay, Uncle Roger. (laughs) The stoner. With his album Road Tunes. Oh my gosh. And and his motorcycle in the kitchen. Yeah, he's he's the Fonz, <laughs> right? It was like the the worst slash best stereotype of like burnout guy that lives in the valley, right? And, 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 he's got a band. I liked I liked Uncle Roger though. Mm-hmm. Amy's like Uncle Roger, get down here right now. And so then the mom, of course, he shows up, and the mom is like, oh, you want to borrow money again? And then Uncle Roger's like, look, you don't really know demo. this guy. I'm not borrowing. You'd be investing right. in my demo. Right. But, yeah, he's like, he's like look, you know, you've only known this guy a few weeks. Slow down. 
By the and way, and her comeback is, well, you're in LA selling dope. <laughs> Love that term, dope. To refer to marijuana, dope. but I, 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 uh, the actor looked familiar to me, and so I looked him up, and and I didn't recognize him from anything he was in. But he's been <laughs> acting since he was like eleven. He was a you know, pretty oh. busy child actor, and then I guess um, <clears throat> later in life was uh, teaching tennis. So he taught people like George Clooney how to play tennis. Oh, nice! Oh, did he? Yeah. No, I guess Yo, I he gets acting parts. Is he a little bit like a Kate of Kalen type? He's kind of hanging out with like famous people and every once in a while gets like uh, a role. I didn't get that impression, but I mean, I just read his like IMDb thing and it's not okay. going to say like, oh, he's getting roles because he's a hanger on. I, I think he was legitimately getting roles from when he was young. And he was pretty good in this, actually. He yeah. wasn't bad. Yeah. yeah. I think he's cool. Oh, so then Victor Googles Uncle Roger. <laughs> and finds his song, finds his songs on the internet. Yeah. And so, so this, okay, kids, this is how you do it. This Garth, is how you do it. Because Garth, yeah. Garth was like, you know what? I'm going to go and get an STD panel myself. This is how we do it. That does seem and, like the obvious move. He should have, whether or not he believed Amy, he should have gotten a test anyway. Because if you're told that you have an STI, you go and get tested and treated. Right. Yeah. So then, um, uh, so then Victor, having Googled Uncle Roger, starts to flatter him with his music. Mm -hmm. He downloaded his song and he likes it. And he used to, and Eric Roberts said he was in a band. And Uncle Roger's like, where? And Eric is like, Salt Lake. And Uncle Roger's like, oh, well, I lived in Salt Lake for five years. And uh, Eric is like, uh, uh, uh. And then Uncle Roger is like, well, what part of town? My address was like X, Y, something, something. And then um, Eric is like, well, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. And then Uncle Roger is like, you tell Uncle Roger's face, Uncle Roger realizes something's up. And it's so so funny, because before he said it, my thought was, oh my God, because the streets in in Salt Lake are weird. Mm -hmm. Because Kurt and I have a friend who used to live in Salt Lake. Sadie. Uh, Who? Sadie. Oh, yeah. Sadie lived lived in Salt Lake. Mm Mm-hmm. For like a year or so. And so she told me about how like the streets are weird. Like they're on a weird grid. So all of the addresses are weird. And then Roger says the same thing. Like Roger was like, well, he didn't know that all the addresses are weird. So he didn't live there. Because it's something that everybody knows. And but so he, he, he tells this to his sister. and She just ignores it. Still yeah. digmatized. She's, she's digmatized. So, um, so, um, Uncle Roger then decides to snoop. And so then Uncle Roger goes to the hospital. He's a musician, so he knows how to put on the charm. Mm -hmm. And, like, he actually kind of charmed this woman to the point of, like, of course, like, she works in a hospital, so she was kind of, like, not having it. But it worked enough for her to be like, well, you know what I'll do? When I'm done doing my work, I'll look it up for you. Which is unusual. Yeah, a little bit. Right. 
Because he didn't really need to turn on the charm to even get her to that level of like, I'll help right. you do this thing that I'm probably not supposed to do. So, so then Roger's at home and later Roger gets a call from the hospital. And, uh, oh, you, you, you know, it's uh, as a callback, I don't think we, we, we mentioned this, but, um, there's a scene earlier in that hospital where Amy shows up looking for Eric Roberts. And before she can ask, say the doctor's name, he's just like standing off the side. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm right here. Yeah. <laughs> it was smart though. Cause he, right when yeah. she was going to ask for him, when he doesn't work there, he was like, Oh, I'll jump in and I'll take this. And the, the receptionist didn't know. Yeah. Right. So, so then, um, uh, where was I? Oh, so so then Roger call. Oh, so so the mom and Victor are at the restaurant planning their wedding. Yeah, yeah. And then she goes to the bathroom. Uncle Roger calls, but she left her phone on the on the table, and Victor sees that it's Uncle Roger. This was an amazing scene for me because Roger, so Roger's leaving a voicemail for uh, Linda about what Eric Roberts has been doing. And he first starts the message with like, Hey sis, uh, call me. I've got something important to tell you. And then proceeds to give every ounce of detail that he has and leaves this really, really, really long message, which we hear him give and then we see, instead of Eric Roberts just automatically deleting the message while he has her phone, he then listens to this incredibly long message and then deletes it. It makes you wonder, how long was she in the bathroom? Right. Exactly. <laughs> She's in there a while. She had to, she had to you know. She may have had some of those, uh, what do you call the it? laxative pills? Yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah, I just thought it was so funny because it was like he was giving minutia, like he was basically citing sources as to where he dug up this information. Yeah, footnote. uh, Yeah, I'll be giving footnote sources at the end of the message. So, so then, so then, um, Uncle Rogers at home watching a movie. And did you notice that in the movie was Amy and Eric Mm -hmm. Roberts were the two in the movie? Yep. Which I thought was actually kind of cool. Yeah, it looked like he was watching some sort of like old medical drama TV show kind of thing. It was in black and white. Yeah. And I was like, that voice sounds familiar. And I was like, that sounds like Eric Roberts. And then they got close-ups of what he was watching. And it was Amy on the TV. Yeah. As an old-time yeah. nurse. And so was, then, was so then cool. Victor shows up with a syringe. And Rogers just starts kicking his ass. And Roger was yeah. doing a good job at kicking his ass, too. He tries to jab him with it, but he, he, he jabs a cereal box. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so then Roger, they're fighting, and then Roger has him on the ground. But then he reached his cereal box and got the syringe and jabbed Uncle Roger and killed yeah. him. Yeah. But while that's going on, on the TV, like the Amy on the TV, she's saying, like, fight for me, fight for love. She's- and this is Fires him. And she's telling him to kill mom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. After that, she goes, oh, by the way, kill my mom. Yeah. Oh, and then this next she's part. She's dragging me down. 
this next part, he did something that I learned on Breaking Bad. Same. <laughs> I forgot. Did, I forgot about this on Breaking Bad, so I'm glad that I was reeducated. Just you know, not not because. Well, anyway, what are we talking about? Because he takes hydrochloric into the bathtub. The hydrochloric. Yeah, and he puts like these chemical agents in there, and then I guess Uncle Roger was gone. Well, Although, if he had watched Breaking Bad like you and I did less, he would not have done it in the bathroom like Jesse, yeah. Jesse did. I watched it. Or they'd have a bathtub in their living room. <laughs> who did they kill in Breaking Bad that way? Or I they, don't they remember killed? who they killed, but I remember Jesse did it in the tub, and you can't do it in the tub because it, it goes through the whatever the tub is made of. The tub yeah. And so it like, melted the yeah. tub and it melted the floor. You need to do it in like a giant like jug out in a field or something. So that it just oh, okay. disintegrates and it's all gone. Yeah, I, I was thinking that. Yeah, if he, if he, the, the tub probably wouldn't wouldn't uh, be able to handle that. And so the person just just disappears. Yep, they, they disintegrate. Yeah. Oh boy. And then I was watching this other movie where they put the people in a barrel. Yeah, they did that later in the show, I believe, on Breaking Bad. Okay, that's okay. So yeah, that's what it, well, I knew. There, I knew I right. thought something where somebody it, was put in a barrel. I remember yeah, Walt at like a Home Depot shopping for supply. Mm -hmm. Walter had Jesse do it. It was one of those two. Yeah. Then you get someone at Home Depot to help you. I have a body I've got to dispose of. A can, any hydrochloric accent. <laughs> anyway. Well, anyway, if you're going to do that, you better have some protective clothing on. Mm -hmm. You don't want right. any dripping on you. No. Right. Well, the next scene is a to wedding. All the psychopaths in our audience. I uh, hope, <laughs> hope those were helpful hints. Mm -hmm. Well, we didn't tell them with the ingredients. We didn't tell them who to kill, too. So that's awesome. Right. Good. Well, yeah. Or or even to go kill. We didn't do that. Don't, right. Yeah, don't harm anyone and blame it on us. No, please don't do that. So, so the next scene was a wedding. Ooh, that's good. Lighten the mood. And it was like a, we find it a week later. Now, she doesn't know anybody that he knows. No family, no friends, nobody. And for being agoraphobic, she had a lot of friends. I don't think she was always agoraphobic. I think all of her anxiety developed after the husband died. I see. Uh, but, that's the eight, but that was eight years ago. Yeah. Well, eight years. She was pretty popular. Like, the wedding had a good, it was a good-sized wedding, but he had nobody there. Yeah, yeah I, you know, everybody's got to be suspicious of that. You know no one. And, and, and then Amy's pissed. But then we also find out that, like, you know, they're like, well, Uncle Roger just disappeared last week. Hey, they never got to the bottom of that. They never even, they never mentioned Uncle Roger yeah. again. Right. Well, because well, they, they chalked it up to, he, you know, he kind of goes off and does his own thing. This is a pattern for him. So it, it wasn't like, wow, Roger's always here when we ask him to be. It wasn't like that. Hmm. He's selling dope. Yeah. We need a song for Uncle Roger. No, Uncle. Dope, dope. He's the dope man. Um, Les, they mentioned that the honeymoon is in Pine Valley. Is that a soap <gasps> reference? It sure is. All my children is said in Pine Valley, and you know that they're bringing all my children back, and they're calling it Pine Valley, and it's going to be a nighttime soap. On Netflix, right? Yes. I'm very excited because I think Erica Kane is coming. My role model, Erica Kane, is coming back. Oh, wow. Hmm. Yes, I'm very excited. 
So, mm-hmm. so they go to Pine Valley, which looked like Simi Valley. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they go to this house, which I think we've seen before. I think so, too. And um, it looked staged. It probably is. They've been trying um, to sell that house probably for years. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot to mention. So Victor's talking to his online therapist again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, like, takes a break from the wedding. Excuse me. And he starts talking to his online therapist. And then she's Where like, well, he? listen. And she's like, well, listen. Guess what? I found an article that your name is actually Albert and you tried to kill this girl. You faked her death and basically gave the synopsis of the last movie. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, and guess what? I've got the FBI here. So then the FBI like gets on camera and then we find out they don't exist. He's talking to just a, a blank computer. Screen. Yeah. Cause Amy walks in on him and sees him talking to nobody on the computer screen and so we the audience are like wait this zoom session isn't even happening so it may not have happened earlier in the movie it was good (laughs) that was i was very impressed by that because i was like oh no that's so good that was very good that's very clever you know after after weeks of hallmark movies sometimes cleverness just you know the bar is low sometimes right you have to appreciate what you get what you get so, so then, um, but then Amy plays it off though, which she plays it off very well. And, and then, um, yeah, like she he, runs down. Oh, I, I was going to say that I like how, um, they're about ready to take off Eric and the, the mom and Amy runs down and says, wait, mom, I'll just tell you something. And Eric Roberts is like hanging on like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. You know? And then he gives her kind of like this speech, like if anything happens to your mother, and I mean anything, did I say if anything happens? Like, let's say she acts, she, she, she falls off a balcony. Well, if that happens, I'll be there. Hypothetically, hypothetically, <laughs> I, and, and I, I just know that I'm here for you. I'm your stepfather, and I am here for you. Well, and he confesses his love to her under the guise of, I love you because I'm your stepfather, when in, in right. reality it's like, I love you. Right. Look at me. Ew. Right. What a weird, what a weird premise to keep going back to the well for, for you know, there's a series of these movies of a, a creepy doctor. I, I'm not just, maybe I, mean, I am just realizing the, the heart of this. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's, this is a series of movies about a creepy doctor who's into um, almost underage girls. Yeah. And every movie, there's a fantasy where he's actually making out and groping these women. There are very few actors that could credibly pull off the absurdity of these movies. Right. And Eric Roberts is at the top of that list. Like, I'm giving him genuine credit. This is, it's a tightrope to walk, and he's doing a great job. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, because like Mickey Rourke couldn't do it. That'd be, that'd be really yeah. bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just trying to think who else on that. That level, yeah. So then Garth calls Amy, and he's like, well, guess what, Amy? My herpes Man- test is negative, and your test is fake. I don't think Mandy Patinkin could play these roles either. No, so. no he okay. couldn't. No, but I'd like to see that. Well, maybe not. That's, that's, that's creepy, what I just said. 
Oh, yeah. So, so Garth is like, well, I showed your test to my doctor. And then Amy's like, well, great. Thanks a lot for showing my test to people. And he's like, no, he's like, your test is fake. Remember Which, a few weeks ago you referenced me and, uh, Mickey Rourke and I, I thought you were talking about Mickey Rooney. <laughs> Could Mickey Rooney play this role? Yes. Uh, After his role in Sugar Babies, he would be great in this. Okay, that's funny. really disturbing. I don't think Mickey Rooney is with us anymore. No, is, well, is I'm Andy just saying, like, could, I'm saying talent wise, <laughs> or maybe like a CG Mickey. Could we put a CG Mickey Rooney into this movie? Well, I don't know if you right. heard me, but I said I just thought Andy Rooney. That oh yeah, really, and, or Andy Remember? Rooney. <laughs> I, I see, yeah, CGI Mickey Rooney. I, I don't see why not. <laughs> which is kind of a surprise in and of itself. Oh, so, so then Garth is like, you know, Garth is like, you know, the test is fake. Not, neither one of us have herpes. And then Amy goes snooping and she goes to Victor's old house where, what is she? She finds like a sign, uh, like a, a picture, right? There's not much in there. There's yeah. The house really is completely and- huge and completely unfurnished. Right, and she finds a picture of like a woman who disappeared. Oh, she found well, she found like the it, like in a drawer in a stack of like different papers, and one of them was an article about a bride that died in a boating accident. So it's clearly like yeah. he got that as like his Pinterest board of ways to murder people. Right. Yeah, it was his research file. Yeah, he goes to the library and does research and prints it out, pays fifteen cents for it. And- so then Amy calls 911 and they shame her. Hey, 911 was really up her ass. Yeah. Yeah, they totally shame her. <laughs> they were going to put her on with a trauma person because she's the problem. Wow. Then, they, then they shame her for breaking in the place. Her... Flavor Flav was right. 911 is a joke. Her story was insane, though. If I'm a dispatcher, I'm thinking you're wasting my time. Actual people need our help. Right. I know I've told this story before, but I have a friend named Jackie who worked for 911, and somebody called her. They just called 911. May I speak to Jackie? <laughs> oh, there you go. She's popular. Mm-hmm. We're not supposed to do that. No. <laughs> Jackie. Oh. Yeah. Uh, um... Oh, so then she calls Garth. And then, like I said, I was like, I think we've seen the honeymoon house before. Mm-hmm. And it looked very staged. But Kurt, shouldn't it? I mean, like, a- if it's a rented house, you know, a house that you're renting out for people to use as their honeymoon suite or whatever, wouldn't it look staged? Isn't that the point? Yeah. Now, no, Kurt, I- did, you, did you Google <laughs> the house? I think less means it looks staged like it's a house, like a, a real estate agency yeah. staged it. Yeah, but wouldn't that look similar to somebody that owns a house that rents it out? Maybe. Because mm. in both cases, you want it to look good in photos so that people desire the house, either to rent or to buy. Yeah, sure. but if, if it's for sale, they're going to remove all that crap right if they're gonna rent they've got to keep it on there yeah sometimes you can get a house fully furnished though Mm -hmm. okay oh so then they're at the honeymoon victor is getting the mom wasted 
Mm-hmm. Just wasted. And then he turns on loud classical music and he blindfolds her and she's like, oh. He says that one person never trusts a person who doesn't drink. Yep. Yet he's not drinking, if you notice. He keeps pouring them for her and makes it look like he's drinking, but he's not actually taking a sip. Right. And then he takes her to the balcony and she's blindfolded. And he makes her step on a chair, but she has yeah. no idea because she's blindfolded. Well, he kills a plant, too, which I thought was uncalled for. Mm-hmm. And then Pushes she's on, right? Then she's on the chair. Oh, because he was seeing if it would, like, actually do damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if a f- falling off that porch would actually do damage. So, it did. So then, so then he's like, take your blindfold off. And then um, Amy, Amy's there, and Amy finds him, and then he pushes the mom off of the balcony and then pushes Amy into the bedroom. Yeah, I thought mom and was that, dead in that moment. Like, he pushed I her. I did, too. Yeah, I, I thought did, too. Was, I thought that was it, but she was hanging on. I wrote, Mom did her Pilates because she was holding on and lifted herself back up and saved herself. Survival strength. You know, like, then... Uh, Okay, now this is why I like this movie. Because she hits him over the head with the, with the vase, but when the cops showed up, they had him tied up. The yeah. mom does, yeah. Because mm-hmm. a lot of these other movies, they'll hit the person on the head, then the cops will show up, and then the person's gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they hit the, So this one, she hit him in the head, and when the cops showed up, he was tied up. And then Garth shows up, and then the next scene, Victor's in prison, right? Yep. And there's this female prison guard. She's eating a candy bar. And he's reading poetry. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if he poisoned the candy bar or what happened. I don't think so. But she starts choking. And... The, the guards are freaking out, and he's like, in his prison cell, I'm a doctor. I'm a, and it looked like he was on death row, too. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> he's like, I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. And so they let him out, and he gives her the Heimlich maneuver, and her the candy bar shoots out of her mouth. That was a fun moment directing-wise. The, they show that... He gives the hive like you see the candy bar shoot through the air and the two guards are on either side of the screen and they both lean out further and the candy bar shoots through the middle and then they meet back at the top. Yep. Clever <laughs> <laughs> stuff. And then and so he saves her, and so she's like, Thank you, thank you. I owe you one. And he just looks at her and says, Yes, you do. And then he winks at the camera. Yeah. The I mean, there's more where that came from. How about the mom, I, too? The mom was, like, very zen about after this end. She's like, oh, I'm free of this marriage. Well, and then also, like, all of a sudden, she's like, well, I'm a badass. He tried to throw me over a balcony, and I held on. And I, and I knocked him out, and I tied him up. The, and now his ass is in jail. The guards in this prison, though, should have been fired immediately. This looked like a super high security prison. And one of their inmates is literally just like, hey, let me out. And they're like, okay. And they let him out. Right. 
Oh, we're supposed to take orders, huh? Right. He's a doctor. Uh, now, yeah. my so so, my, I was watching mine on Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. and before mm-hmm. I could get to the TV, the third one started, and oh. I'm very happy because without spoiling anything, people. Um. So in Stocked by My Doctor three, a patient's revenge. Our friend, the girl from the first movie, comes back. Oh. Okay. And it's about her, so she's in it again. Okay. And I think her family is back, too. Okay. So. Hence the revenge. Yeah. Mm, The patient's revenge. Yeah. I'm still waiting for the one, because remember he was talking to his... his, yeah, the Jimmy Buffett version. Of yeah, him. the Jimmy Buff- yeah, yeah. yeah, the Jimmy Buffett yeah. version of himself. Yeah, I thought that would have um, been in this one because it started yeah. out in, in Mexico. Mexico. I was really excited that we were going to see that guy, and no, he wasn't here. So yeah, this, it did once again. It did not disappoint. How many of these movies are there? Five, Five. total. We've seen three. Five. We've seen three now. Okay. Five. So we've got two more. And that'll but, be it. Yeah. Until I they really make another this. one. Well, it, another one. it was set up for another one. Yeah. But he's hot stuff. Eric Roberts. We were talking about this in the, the last episode. He's in the, a movie directed by the, the director of La La Land. And he's in the, the, the Righteous righteous Gemstones, whatever that show's called. But, yeah, but these movies take like a week to film. He'll be able to squeeze I think he's going to be, yeah. I mean, he's got a supporting role, I guess. But still... Right, but he'll still do these movies anyway. You know him. Big time stuff. Yeah, yeah. He might shoot on the same day. That's true. We did Larry the Cable Guy movie and The Dark Knight on the same day. Yeah, yeah. See? Journey, journeyman actor. Yeah. Well, hey. That's good. Yeah. Anywho, I got to run. Okay. So, if you want to get a hold of me, you can find me on Facebook at Kirkendall Barrett Presentations, or you can find me on Instagram at Kirkendall, or you can find me on my website, uh, leskirkendallbarrett.com. Jason. Please, please, please give us a five-star review on whatever podcasting platform you listen to us on so that people can find us. The, the higher the rating, uh, the higher the ranking, and that's how people find new shows. And tell your friends, too, if you like the show. Hopefully you like the show. Uh, you can find us all on Instagram at Lifetime of Hallmark Podcast. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Big Shot Jason Kirk. Well, you can find me at KurtFitzpatrick.com. That's Kurt with a K. That's it. And you know what? I went to a party the other day, and someone approached me at the party and told me that they were obsessed with our podcast. Really? And they never miss an episode. Hmm. Well, hello. Who is this friend? Should we say hi? My friend, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Thanks for listening. Les, yeah, you should like, talk about your show that you've got uh, here in L.A. Oh, this yes. is a big deal. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I keep on forgetting. So I have been cast in a show, and actually it is, it, it's a good show, and tickets are open to the public. It is called Clue Live, and so it's a live version of the game Clue. 
right? It's being produced by Hasbro, the actual game company. And so Hasbro uh, struck a deal with the Westfield chain. Mm -hmm. And so it is going to be done. There's going to be a set built at the Westfield in Century City. And that is where we're doing the show. It's an interactive show as well. So the audience is walking through the house as well. Is that kind of the thinking? Or? Yes. Yes. And the audience solves the crime. That's awesome. Okay. And, and I will be, I'm, pro- oh, I, I'm Professor Plum. I'm Professor Plum. Yes. Unless I, I didn't even tell you this. I was actually seeing ads for this show before you were cast in it. Really? Yeah. To buy tickets. It had, it had a, a previous run somewhere. Yeah, actually... The cool thing is, is they're setting, it ran in Ventura and then it's running here and then it's running uh, in uh, Topanga after that. Mm -hmm. And so they're setting up casts all over the country. So there's going to be a Chicago version and a New York version. So you probably saw something Mm -hmm. like, yeah, so it's going to different major cities. So, yeah. So, if you want to get tickets, they are on sale. Go just uh, Google Clue Live, and it'll pop up. And, like, the tickets are selling really well. Uh, We have previews next week, and I think it's pretty full for previews. awesome. Thank you for watching. I'll be there. Westfield's right down the street from me, so I'm going to go. Yes. Yes. And, yeah, um... And uh, what else? I believe that's it. That's a lot. So I, I, I have to run now because I am going to be doing stand-up tonight. That's why I got to run in the valley. <laughs> so, I'm going to go to bed. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Wait for you. Anyway, <laughs> until next time. Bye. 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 Bye.